Hey guys, so real quick before you listen to today's episode, there is a bit of like some audio issues, but hopefully you guys can get through because it's a great episode. If not, you're lost, but if so, thank you for listening and stay tuned for the episode. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Killer Talk with Big Nair. You, Killer Talk. And as you can see, I have a guest, just one guest today, got my cuz here. What's and I'm going to her introduce herself. All right. I want to let y'all know that I am the person that wrote that theme song. Yes! So y'all go ahead and hit me up. Homebrew Recording Inc. On IG, Facebook. Homebrew Recording Inc. at Gmail. Yes, throwing in your tags. You know, come on now. Look, <laughs> I, did, I may have done some shit. <laughs> you going to tell them your name? Oh, right. My name is Aaron Jupiter from Mars. This, this, this. <laughs> Today's gonna be very entertaining, guys. I will let y'all know. So, cause the episode for today, I think I want to call it. What we calling it? It was an accident. Mm, all right, it was an accident. So today's case take place in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Come on, Philly. We in Philly on the south side. South side. All right. So today's case is about a woman named Keisha. Keisha Jones was born in 1981 in Philadelphia. Her mother had her at 15. Mm. Yes, but her and her mother had a very close relationship, like best friends. Mm-hmm. She Obviously, they grew up together. She was a good big sister and was like a second mom to her siblings. I think she had like two or three other siblings. All right. Um, but Keisha did get pregnant at 16. Uh, she eventually had to drop out because she ended up having another baby by her boyfriend James. And they were they were good. He was a great dad. Like they was a cute little good young couple. Mm-hmm. Uh Keisha started working at a daycare to help provide. She was extremely close with her two kids that they had together. Like, and she loved helping others. She was a type to put groceries in people's houses if they needed groceries. She'll buy you diapers. Like, she just liked to help people. All right. I, li- I like that. Yeah, she, she was a good woman. I, I, I like a good American. So, you know, by the time she hit 21, she was the life of the party. Let's go. Yes. She loved hanging out with her friends. She liked to go out to clubs. You know, she's young. Two kids won't stop in her. You know, I know I know people like that. Just because you got kids don't mean you get old. Exactly. So by 2003, Keisha and James broke up after six years together. But they stayed extremely close. Good friends. He was still a great father. Got the kids and all that. So everything was still good. Great. But the next year, in 2004, when Keisha was 23, she met 20-year-old 20 year, 20 year Tyrone. Uh, 
Stop. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you something that you do not do. When you <laughs> you get out of a long-term relationship and you got kids, you don't date backwards. Yeah, she did go down three years. You don't. You always date forwards. I mean, that's no guarantee that nothing bad is going to happen or they're going to be, but it's a, it's a little bit. It's a little bit. <laughs> it's a little bit of a sign. You know, don't date backwards. <laughs> <laughs> y'all can't even go to the club. The man's twenty years old. You, you oh yeah, he can't even you got to get a fake club. ID. Uh, you, I mean, there's a lot we got to go through. We got to go to the eight hundred club. club. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> but they met through a mutual friend, and they okay. clicked fast. All right. And they was always together. Okay, so Tyrone acted as a second dad to her children, and James didn't mind. He actually met Tyrone. He liked them. He thought he was a good dude and a good pretty much like second father for his kids. He was cool with it. But Keisha and Tyrone end up having kids together in 2005 and another one in 2007. And of course, like he was good fathers to her other two kids, he was extremely good to his two kids as well. So everything was good. And then in April of 2008, they went to Vegas and got married. So, you know, everything seemed to be good, Aaron. So, I mean, because I guess dating down won't too bad for him. I mean, he's stepping up and being... You know, he's very mature his age. Yes, I mean, okay. I there ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, 2008, he's way over the age limit now. Now he's, you know, good age on them. All right, well, let's get keep on going because something's about to happen. You know it. We wouldn't so, be here if it wasn't. Exactly. By 2011, their relationship was perfect. So everyone thought. Mm. So let's get into why we're here. Mm. The weekend of the 27th, November 27th. James took his kids along with the ones she had with Tyrone to let them have a weekend off. So whenever he got his kids, he would grab those kids too. So mm -hmm. they had an extremely good co-parenting relationship. He took all the kids. Great. That's what you love so, to see. It. Mm -hmm. So you know that weekend they laid around, enjoyed sleeping in, you know, enjoyed each other. And then that right. night, they both got dressed up because they was going out. That's but they was going out separately. They only had one car. So they was going to meet back up. You know, at the end of the night. So Keisha went out with her um, cousin, Tamara, early that morning on the 27th. 911 gets a phone call about a man being hit by a car. Ooh. So when the police arrived, they found Keisha, who was 30 at this time, holding her husband, Tyrone, who's 28, screaming for him to wake up. They looked at the scene, and apparently Keisha's car jumped the curb and hit him and made him like hit a wall. So, of course, they're questioning her because she was the one that was driving the car. It was her car and her cousin is in the back seat. Wait, they you think she got ran off the road? We'll, we'll get to it. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> they pronounced Tyrone dead at the scene. Damn. And of course, they had to question her, but she had to go to the hospital because when she was kneeling down, crying over him, she got glass and shit all up in her knees from the accident. Mm. So she had to go to the hospital to get stitched up and shit. So while she was there, they seen that her cousin was there. So they asked the cousin, like, what the hell happened? And she was like, well, you know, we all went out. Without Tyrone, he went somewhere separate. Me and Keisha went out drinking. We had fun. Then we met up with Tyrone. Everything was still going good. Everybody drinking. But right. then at the bar, them two started to argue. Her, Keisha and Tyrone. Keisha and Tyrone started arguing. Okay. So, 
Um, and the argument continued on to the car. So they're now they're in the car, still arguing. Ooh, that's a so Tyrone is driving the car at this point. And you know, Tyrone is like, you know what? I'm sick of fucking arguing with this bitch. I'm about to just get out. Where he where he stopped that his family didn't live too far. So he like, fuck it, I'm gonna get out and I'm gonna just walk to my people's house because I'm not gonna argue with her. So when Tyrone got out the car, Keisha hopped in the front seat. Now Tamara said that she was looking down at her phone, but then she felt the car just like accelerating, like take off. And that's when she looked up and seen Keisha hitting her husband with the car. Yes. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Let me tell you, y'all, that's three strikes. You arguing, you're drunk, you're driving. Yes. That's disaster wrapped Waiting up. to happen. So when Tamar asked her, like, you know, why did you hit him? Keisha's like, it was an accident. I lost control of the car. So but then, once they get... Okay. The acceleration... <laughs> Your cousin in the back seat ratting you out like, <laughs> you, like you <laughs> dead to rights. Like you just it's over. You're done. <laughs> I witnessed statement. So after Keisha got out of the hospital, they took her right to the police station where they told her that once again Tyrone is dead. I'm not sure if she was really aware at the scene. Maybe she won't co- coherent. But they told her again at the station, your husband is dead. And she lost it. They couldn't question her, Aaron, until 10 o'clock that next morning. So they wow. got there like around 2 o'clock-ish. The accident happened. Okay. 10 o'clock that right. morning, they was able to actually question her because now she done calmed down. Right. And then she had to get the glass out. and Yeah, and all that. All right. Okay. So now they're like, all right, let's talk. You tell us what happened. So Keisha's story was, of course, they got into it at the bar because he saw her speak to another man. So y'all the argument jealousy gotta quit. It's gotta yeah, stop. pretty much. If your argument... if your partner wanna go, let their ass go. And yes, it ain't worth no jail time. It ain't worth killing nobody. It... <laughs> I don't. All right, just keep on going now. Keep on. Okay. You won't. So <clears throat> the argument led to the car, like Tamara has said. Mm-hmm. She said that, of course, Tyrone was driving. He got out because she told him to get out. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. She told him to get out, and he got out, which made her mad because she didn't think he was going to get out. <laughs> now, I told him to get out, but I didn't think he was going to get out. Yeah, she said get out, but she didn't really think he was going to get out. <laughs> at one point, at what point in your drunken stupor did you think get out doesn't mean get out? <laughs> get, I'm, out I'm my, sure. get out my fucking car. I don't fucking want to deal with you. Get just get the fuck out. And you didn't think he was gonna get out. And he got the fuck out. Like you he, told him to. He got the fuck out. Y'all, we just speculating that that's what she said. But she's yeah, she, she I've been, get I've been drunk plenty of times being yeah. around drunk. We all been there. Yeah. She Word said get black. Sure. Yeah. So when he got out, pissed her off. So she hopped in the driver's seat. She said that she put the guard the the car in gear, but while she was doing that, she was yelling for him to get back in the car. Mind you, by this time he's like walking in front of the car to walk, you know, across the street. So she said she was yelling for him to get back in the car. 
and then I guess the car started moving and then she went to break but she had on heels so she accidentally hit the gas and then she didn't even realize she hit him until her cousin started screaming and then that's when she hopped out and yeah saying that she hit her husband damn Mm -hmm. but her blood alcohol level showed that she was drunk Women. Like she was fucked up. Let and me tell everybody who wears heels in this world, you don't never drive with them. Much. No, keep, I take my heels off when I drive. Keep a pair of flip flops or drive barefooted. Drive barefoot. Don't ever wear them heels in that car driving like that. Yeah, no, because clearly you will hit somebody. I don't even like driving with boots on. I feel like you be hitting the gas too hard. I mean, when I, I, I had some Tims, I hate driving with them things. So the police went to canvas the neighborhood, of course, to see if anyone saw it or if it was any cameras because neighbors called the cops because they heard her screaming like for help. So they're mm. the ones that called. So they're looking to see if they see anybody or any cameras and they end up finding a camera by the deli that was on the corner. And Aaron, the camera captured everything. Of course, it was a deli on the corner with a camera. Yeah, of course. It's how Philly. Come on. How yeah, Philly. Yeah, how <laughs> Philly of them. <laughs> so, Aaron, get this. I need you to hear this story. This okay. Part. All right. So, the camera shows the car pulling up to the intersection. It shows Tyrone getting out the car. It shows him walking in front of the car. Then you see the SUV turn in a 90-degree angle towards him. Hit him. And you can kind of see him kind of trying to run. You know how like a car is kind of like pushing you and yeah. you're trying to like run from it? Yeah. So it's doing that. It hopped the curb and slammed him into a brick wall. I think it was like a townhome. And killed him instantly. Yeah. Like you seen it. It was like boom. Like you you seen the car shake back. That's how hard it hit. Y'all, let me encourage every listener of this podcast that in your anger in your drunken anger to just take a breath and say, is this really worth going Going to jail jail? over for the rest of my life? Is it worth this person? I love, I love this person. Even though we're angry at each other, I may be more angry at them. Is it worth going to jail? It wasn't even that serious for real. Uh, investigators definitely charged her with murder. And in Pennsylvania, if you get charged with murder, you get held with no bond. So now she got them four kids. Mama ain't coming home. Yeah. So she didn't go to her preliminary hearing until January 25th of 2012. So it happened in November. She didn't see a judge until January. They can hold you longer than that sometimes. Yeah. I mean, she with no bond. So, yeah, they could have held her longer than that. They could have held her for two, three, four, five years. So, at this hearing, that's, of course, whether you plead guilty or not guilty. They tell mm-hmm. the judge all of the charges and what happened to see if it's enough for them to drop the charges or pursue with a case. Right. So, of course, Tyrone's family was there. And they was yelling all types of shit at Keisha. Ooh. All types of stuff. Her family is like it was a, even her baby daddy James. Like it was an accident. She wouldn't hurt nobody. I She's bet. Not even that type of person. And that, and that what they say about shooters? Oh, I just yeah. He was so calm and he just stayed to himself. And but remember what I told you at the just, beginning of the story? He was they they were good. I mean, he was mature for apparently mature for his age. Yep. But how mature are we if we arguing in the club while we drunk? 
Yeah, and then your wife runs you over. And then your wife runs you over with the SUV. The family SUV. <laughs> There's probably baby seats in the back. <laughs> Cuz oh, was God. in between the baby seats, and that's why she could see everything. Pretty you know much. what I'm saying? Because if you know, now you know if you're sitting on one side, you behind the driver or the passenger, you looking at your phone, you ain't really got no clear direction. But them, them baby seats, one was on one side, she in the middle. She had to climb over and get in, and then she looked up and was like, God damn, what? Yeah, she was right in the middle. So, her defense lawyer tried to get a deal for voluntary manslaughter. Mm. Prosecutors was willing to do third-degree murder, which means that you didn't, kind of like I said, you didn't mean to intend on killing a person, but harm them, which led to their death. Okay. So with her taking this plea, that means she would definitely have to do time, but that takes away the life sentence. Mm-hmm. And the deal could be 10 to 15 years, worst case 30. But really 10 to 15 years is what they was looking at. Mm-hmm. Keisha said, uh-uh, I don't want to do it for my kids for that long. It was an accident, and my youngest is just three. So we're going to take this shit to trial. Keisha! That's the evidence. What kind of lawyer Keep do you that. have who let you make that decision? Baby, they had the video. And I know you seen oh. it. And your cousin testified. And Thank your you. cousin. Your cousin told her. So you know they're gonna In bring between her the up. baby seats, told <laughs> on your ass. You know they gonna uh, this part right here. I was like, when I was taking the notes on this, I said, Keisha, this is stupid. <laughs> this is stupid, Keisha. You was you're facing life. You don't never take no murder charge to trial. No. Unless, you, unless you got hard, 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 definitive proof. And if they didn't have the camera footage, maybe she could have took it to trial and plead her accident. But when it ain't even that, that at the scene. Turned and hit him. But at the scene, it wasn't it at the scene that the cousin said, yeah, I looked up. Yeah. This done. Yeah. So, <clears throat> on October 23rd of 2012, the trial began. And, of course, the prosecutors made it seem like Keisha was a monster who wanted her husband dead. And the defense was like, no, no, no. It was an accident. She said, sorry, this was not supposed to happen. This was an accident. She's short. She couldn't even really see. And she was a little impaired. This was not on purpose. She did not intend to kill her husband. She probably just wanted to scare him a little. Yeah. But still, still... Y'all know when y'all know yourselves when you when you in this drunken state and you upset and you're angry. Mm-hmm. Best course of action is just walk away. Exactly. Walk away. Walk away. If y'all need to break, if y'all need to talk about it, if y'all need to break up or get a divorce, walk the fuck away. Yeah. Before you do some stupid ass shit where you ain't never gonna see your kids again, you ain't never gonna see your family again. Yep. And so- well, I can't say it was Uber because it wasn't no Uber back then. But go on here, go here, go. Two thousand eleven, it should have been right. Nah, I we think I think Uber was like it was only Uber, and it was like new, new. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not everybody was using it yet. Yeah. So of course Tamar took the stand. <clears throat> no Lord. Said what she told the officers, and she also gave a motive. She <gasps> said that Keisha was upset. Because Tyrone accused her of cheating. What? Which dun, is dun, not good dun. if you can prove a motive. Yes, you don't want them to have a motive. This a Matlock murder she wrote <laughs> shit right here. Go on and ahead. And of course, Keep... Aaron, they played the video. Oh! <laughs> oh! 
the video is in court, y'all. It is in. It is in court. If I had a gavel, I'd knock it right now. Hold on. I got my bottle. (laughs) (laughs) Release the footage. They released that footage and the jury got to see that car smash against that wall with that man on it. You seen the bounce back. That's how you know it was hard. You seen the car bounce back. So, of course, the defense get up there. Mm-hmm. And that's what, what they say. What they gonna he say? Trying to turn. Yep. He was trying to turn into a building with the man on the hood. She was trying to turn to get him back in the car because he was walking away, and she accidentally hit him. Boy, these lawyers—they are spinning a good story now. Mm-hmm. Also, she was drunk. Her blood alcohol level was point one, which is way over the legal limit. Shoot. She was not in her right mind frame, and she lost control of the car. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Then they also tried to do this one. They threw Keisha up there on the stand. No, oh, God, don't ever, ever. And she, she was very emotional. I bet she was. They said, if you please, if you, if you play to their sympathies, as much yep. cry, let yes. everything out, let it out. Fighting back tears, saying how she never meant to kill him. Yeah, that's what everybody say. I never meant to do it, but you did. Mm-hmm. In that state that you were in, you did. She took a picture of Tyrone out of her pocket and, and held it to her heart. Oh, no, not Tyrone in the heart. Yeah. Keisha argued that Keisha had enough alcohol in her system to lower her inhibitions, along with anger, which made her turn the wheel and hit her cousin, which makes her guilty of first-degree murder. Well, how much alcohol does it take when you're fighting with somebody? See, now, when I heard first-degree, I'm like, okay, Maybe I see why she went to trial because she has a chance. You know, first degree. That's like premeditation almost, right? Yeah. You have to prove that she planned to kill him. Right. But here's the kicker. She, but it was like a crime of passion. It was like, I'm mad, you mad. No, I want crime you to of hurt passion like I would be like second degree. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. First degree is like you plan to do it. Come on, criminology so court, majors. Come on, lay it on us. Let us yeah, know. Yeah. If you on. go into court and they, they're trying you with first degree, she could have fought that because she did not plan to kill her. It was an act in the moment. She just reacted. Right. So that's not first degree. So she could have got off because they charged her with first degree. But apparently in Pennsylvania, you don't have to prove it was planned for first degree. Just a moment decision to kill someone. And when she turned that car, that was her decision to kill him. So that's first degree. I there's a little part of me that really wants to investigate state laws because why do we have so so much discrepancy between states? Yeah, I feel like it should all be one because... It should all be one thing. Why in Pennsylvania it's a thing, but if you go to, I don't know, let's say North Dakota, <laughs> they probably don't have no damn... Do, do people live in North Dakota? I'm sorry, people who I, live in North I, Dakota. I, but I, like... And I know North Dakota fans. <laughs> I mean, but it's like... Pennsylvania got these laws. Georgia got these laws. Cali got laws. So I was like, uh, yeah, she's fucked at this moment. That's the, When I seen that at this moment, I knew she fucked up. Mm. <laughs> I was like, yeah, she fucked up. Yeah, going to jail. So, uh, on the 26th, she got found guilty. Mm. And she started screaming, my babies, my babies. You know, she was losing it. I would and of too. course, I would too. Know, the judge had no choice but to give her life in prison. Because that's what the rules say. Yep. 
death, whatever. And you know, Tyrone family started clapping. If you, ooh, not clapping. <laughs> but and you his know what? daddy, Let his me, daddy I, was like, "Don't do that." I like you know what though. What's kind of funny? I mean, I think your parents or your friends and stuff they kind of see things that you don't see when you're in a relationship. Uh-huh. And something, unfortunately, this tragic, your family might be like, good, get them. Mm-hmm. But at, on the, the other hand, the other coin side of the coin is they loved you when y'all was together. Oh, bring bring her over. We love the mm-hmm. kids. Oh, mm-hmm. we want to see her all the time. That's great. And it's just like that that switch. And I just want, sometimes I wonder, like, how, how that works. Like, what happens in your mind where it's like, oh, no, you killed my, my, my son. Even though we loved you yesterday, I'm praying for your demise right now. Anger. You took away their loved one. They're like, fuck you now. But they did say that Tyrone's father took custody of their kids Mm -hmm. and then James took his two kids. Damn. So at least his father is raising his. And I also seen that she did appeal it. And when I was looking to it, I guess they overturned the conviction to give her a new trial. But I didn't find anything about a new trial. So I don't, I'm assuming she's still sitting in there waiting for a new trial. They were, they were together for eight years. Yeah. There was love on both sides. Yes. Even family wise. Yes. He loved kids. her kids. Yeah, I'm sure that him and the baby daddy James, everybody got along. Yes, Tyrone, James, Keisha. Yes, we uh we one bit happy family. Mm-hmm. You never expect anything bad to happen when you think that you're living, or when other people think that you're living in bliss. Yes. But for y'all to go to the club, get in the argument, and it turns. Y'all arguing in the club, outside the club, in the car, on your way home, get the fuck out the car. Paraphrasing. They do that a lot. You know? That, that was a little extreme. He must always accuse her of cheating. For her to get that mad that he accused her of cheating. Also, also, like, if it was the first or second time, it would be like, all right, I'm going to let this go. Yeah. But, and sometimes, you know, past hurt come in. Yes. Where you... In the past, you was out with your girl. Y'all was somewhere. She flirting with somebody. Next thing yes. you know, she don't, she don't come home that night. You got to go to work the next day. Mm-hmm. You don't know where she done disappeared to. Or maybe y'all go home together and like a week later, you know, she doing a little creepy shit. Mm-hmm. But y'all, it's okay to talk about your problems and your feelings and get it out before it harms you or somebody else. Yes. Because y'all arguing in the club ain't no... So, question. Mm, answer. Do you think that life was a bit strange for that? No. You don't? Mm-mm. I think that's a bit extreme. Like, life, though... She should have took the deal, honestly. I would. She, she should have taken the deal. But I think in her mind, she was like, well, I didn't mean to, and I loved him. And my love for him... Would show will help mm-hmm. and her lawyers were idiots for letting her get on the stand and pretend like they I guess that's the best option they can't force you to take a deal if you say no that's they true so they're like fuck it this is our only option she they, really is sorry correct they can, their job up. is to give you all the options and you decide which one you want to take yeah 
I, f- I feel that. I don't think life is extreme because you kill somebody. Yes. And I think, like we said before, when you get to the point where you're that angry and you feel like, I'm not saying everybody can recognize that, but you need to be able to take a pause. Or she could have just got out. If she really was trying to get him back in the car, how about we get out the car? Let's talk about it. Yeah, how about you Say cuz. Hey, cuz. We both had so much to drink. Why don't you go ahead and drive? If you if you can get over the baby seats, you take us home. <laughs> but Keisha should have got out and went to talk to him instead of <clears throat> quote unquote trying to I guess she thought she was going to ride beside him and tell him to get in the car. This is not a movie. That only happens is the movies. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a hallmark. <laughs> Get them keys over to somebody or call a cab. Yes, but you using your car and you like okay, I can I can understand her saying she couldn't really see because I'm assuming he's taller, she's shorter. So she just jumped in the seat of him getting out. It's probably moved way back. She's probably sitting up real close so she can put her feet and stuff on the pedals. And she was wearing heels. Yes, she was. So I can see the accident part, but when you look at the video. She never break. Like, Ooh, you never break. That's bad. That's bad news. We never seen brake lights. Mm-mm. Like, when, I, as soon as you... You could feel when you hit somebody. What, what the hell you thought that was? What do you think that duh was? You can feel when you hit somebody. <laughs> yeah, like, you feel that. I hate and it. And I'm sure you heard him. I hate it. I'm sure he was like, hey, hey, stop, stop. What you do? I'm sure he was saying something. I don't know what was his back turned in the video. Was he looking at her? You couldn't like you know it was kind of like not like super close, but close enough to where you could see the whole thing. Especially in this day and age, how how do people think they get away with anything? Hey, some people are. You'll be surprised. Yo, you know you ain't even lying. <laughs> you ain't lying. You ain't if lying. You ain't not. Because one in the car, or cause just had her back and said, "I don't know what happened. I just." The car moved and like she hit him. She said it was an accident. She caught like you know she got out, tried to help him. That could have worked in her favor, but it's the video. It, you know, but the video didn't make it look good. Sometimes, let's say she, let's say the cousin stuck to her story one hundred. Let's say the cousin at the scene was like, I don't know what happened. Next thing I know, he on the ground and she crying. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. And she just stuck to that story the whole time. They were upset. They argued. But I don't know. After we left, next, I don't know what happened. Next thing I know, he dead. She crying. Blah, blah, blah. I would lie. I said I fell asleep. And I woke up when, I, I, when we crashed. Listen. listen <laughs> but I feel like the cousin, that the testimony blood. alone would have got her convicted. Yeah. When they were arguing, she told him he got out. Then she hit him. That's so why I'm like, um, did she not know at the preliminary hearing that they had the video? Because I'm sure she knew that they That's, had the So uh, I'm going to show my ignorance in watching these shows. Isn't that like you have to... That's like discovery. Both sides, you got to show yeah, what you got. Everyone has to know what the evidence is. Yes. Mm-hmm. You are not supposed to present evidence that the defense or prosecution did not see. Everyone has to be able to see what evidence, who you bring in, everybody, yeah, all that. All that. So, I'm sure she knew. 
I'm like, okay, your son was three. You didn't want to do 10 years. You could have possibly got out in like five, all you knew. You only got to serve a third of your time. What, third of your time? Yeah. What's that mean? Like, if she got to 10 years, she only had to serve like a third of it before she can get like parole. Oh, before she's eligible for parole. Yeah, so she could have got out in like two and a half years or some shit. Okay, so what well, she got to serve a third of the time to be eligible for a, for parole for killing somebody. Yes. For what, any what are the parameters or rules where you don't get parole? Well, like, how big the crime got to be? Like, you kill somebody, and then the judge like, oh, life without parole, but she somehow can get parole. No, if they say life without parole, you don't get parole. But what constitutes you getting life without parole? What what do you mean? Two people kill someone. One person is eligible for parole after a third of day since serving time. Mm-hmm. Another person is not. Mm-hmm. How can how is that? They both kill somebody. Is it in the, Maybe. Is, it, is it like a devil in the details type of thing or Yeah, like it all depends on like how maybe the other person was the aggressor. They the one that like really the one that killed them. It was like a robbery type thing. And because you know when you rob somebody and you kill them, everybody there get charged with the murder. So maybe they got charged with murder, but the second person didn't actually kill them. The other person did. So then they would be the ones that get life without the parole. And then they could probably just get life with parole. Mm. It just all depends on the and then your background too. Like your your um your prior criminal history comes into effect too. They okay. look at that. Okay. Like how That's, many times? So how is that possibly why yeah. Keisha could get the parole because she didn't have no no priors, nothing. Yeah, probably so, yeah. They didn't um have any have any um priors. Um they didn't say nothing about her having priors, so I'm sure she didn't. She seemed like she was a good woman all in all. Okay, Aaron, I'm gonna ask you this before we wrap real quick. All right. If you was in that situation, how would you have handled it? Like being drunk and we get in an argument? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I have been in that situation. Okay. Clearly yeah. you didn't run the person over. Huh? I said clearly you didn't run the person <laughs> No, I did not because me and Jill, I, in my mind, don't go together. Yes. Absolutely. Um, I'm pretty good at checking myself mm-hmm. when I get to that point. Um, I'm not a big talker. But I also recognize in myself if I get to the point where I'm so angry that I might do something stupid. I just mm-hmm. walk away. I'm like, you know what? I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to do this right now, I need especially if I'm drunk I'll be like I'll tell my partner, I'll be like we're not doing this right now. And it sounds harsh and it may sound <laughs> like a dick, like I'm being a dick No. But I'll be like I'll walk away. That's the smartest thing to do. So you would just let them walk away and you'll just come back in the morning and we'll talk about it. We will talk about it. Because that's, that's there's nothing nothing is worth being so angry about so um i normally what i started doing now on the show well for one let me say keisha should have took the deal because should have from day been, one from day one uh, you're right uh meditate not meditated uh what do you call it intervene in in uh fuck, in, I can't intervention 
Yeah, kind of like mediate. She should have been Mediation. there, but hey, guys, let's chill out, let's calm down, let's relax. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She should have did that. I don't think she deserved life, maybe like 25 years or something, but life is a bit OD, take away from her kids. But hey, hopefully she get a new trial. I'll let y'all know if she do, but I, I wasn't really She sure. still killed somebody. She did. You still killed somebody. But uh, I do this segment now where I tell a story. I don't know if you heard yet about uh, anything that sent my true crime senses off. Okay. The last few episodes, I was talking about this house on my route that I thought the kids were being trafficked out of. I don't know if you guys listened to the episodes and heard that. It was like the last two or three I've been talking about. I done missed that now. Come on now. Yeah, it's like, are you caught up? I'm almost there. Oh, that's probably why. Yeah. But yeah, last couple episodes, I've been talking about it. But for those who don't know, it's this house on my route that I only see the kids. Never seen an adult. They're outside during school hours. It's a little weird to me. Um, is, it, is it a small house with trash in the front? Like, does it look... A, is the grass overgrown? It's not overgrown, but it's a little unkept with the neighborhood. But they know <laughs> RP. You said what? And like, oh my God, this is how they're trafficking the kids out. Still never seen an adult. Then finally, yesterday, guys, I seen a fucking man come out the house. And I was just like, oh, wow. Then before I finished the route, I seen them walking with the kids, walking around the neighborhood with the dog. So I was like, okay, maybe. Does the dog need a haircut and a bath? Uh, No, the dog look normal. Okay. I was like, okay, well, maybe they're not being trafficked. Maybe I was just being paranoid. (laughs) But maybe they could be kidnapped and he got them so mind fucked that they think they're his kids or some shit. You don't know. So I'm gonna keep my eye on it. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna keep I, my. I ain't real gonna quick, lie. I ain't you gonna have lie. a story. There, I ain't gonna lie. There was a house one time. I think I was on like a when I lived in North Carolina and I was running mail. I came across a house and I was like, the grass ain't cut. You can't see inside. I gotta drop this med. I gotta drop like a packet. I had to drop a package. But I had to like run through like this tall grass. And I felt like I needed a machete to get to the front door. But I saw I I, I saw all this all this kid like these kids' toys. And then when I dropped the package at the door, I look in, I glance to the side and I see somebody peeking through the window. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm running back to the truck and I'm on. Remember this. Yeah, that was a little weird. Mm. <laughs> but thank you for sharing, cuz <laughs> for coming on the episode, guys. That was our episode. Listen, y'all look like I said, check me out. I wrote that damn theme song and it's fire. I ain't yeah. even gonna lie. And Thanks. this is a this is a fire ass podcast. So congrats Thanks. to congrats to my cuz bit near for doing the damn thing. Thank you. Also, guys, I need you guys to follow the Instagram page. That's where you can also send in requests for cases. Mm. I'm going to start doing video updates. So the cases that still are like in trial or still find information on, I would do like video updates. So y'all can see my face. Yeah, we want to see it. What's going on? You want to be able to see it on the Instagram. Killer Talk with BN. Make sure you follow that. Also, I haven't said in a while, I wrote a book, Me and Queen, 704 Series, Pretty Thugs. Book Let's one go, part. Pretty Thugs. Let's go. Want to get that? You can follow the Instagram as well at queenfinancecreations.com. 
Or if you want to get it, you could DM the podcast page and I'll send you, you know, over to where to get the book from. Um, comment on Apple Podcasts. Rate me on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Tell your friends, family. Tell your motherfucking body about this podcast. Yeah. I'm going to start getting it on more platforms. That's my goal this year. So, yeah, we can really take off. But yes, cuz, thank you for coming out. Thank you for being on my podcast. Yo, I enjoyed it. Hopefully I ain't sound too drunk. No, I didn't even know you was drunk until you said it. <laughs> this, normally you talk like this, so I'm just thinking. I, you know, honestly, <laughs> I didn't go lie. I sure do. Like, my mind would be kind of like all over the place. Let me, uh, I, I enjoyed myself. This is a great podcast. You know, have me back. I would love to come back. Oh, you would definitely be back. Let me know. I would definitely bring you back. But yes, once again, thank y'all for listening. We're going to wrap it up here because we're almost done with our time. Until next time, guys. Bye, y'all. Ding dong. Uh (laughs)